Oh my goodness, Wilder, Wilder, Wilder. I cannot believe we're doing Top Gun Maverick this week. Take me to the danger zone. I'm down. <laughs> no, isn't it like I feel the need for... The need for speed. speed. <laughs> um, well, I have to laugh because um, you, you, in discussing how we're going to approach this, one of the things you said is, you know, we need to do a spoiler alert because you want to talk about some of the plot stuff. And I had to laugh because judging from these numbers, I mean, they're already over 700,000... They're already over $700 million worldwide. In yeah. This, no, uh, yeah. Is, so I think I everybody's mean, seen it. Sure. <laughs> um, which is fine. But just in case you haven't, spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about the actual movie. So, you know. There you go. And we don't, off yeah, we don't it. always do that. You're much more careful about that than I am. I don't mind a spoiler here and again, especially because when you see a trailer for a movie these days, pretty much you don't have to go to pretty the Pretty much film. the whole movie. Exactly. It's true. It is true. Um, but we can't start, we can't go into Maverick till we start with Top Gun, which came out in 1986. The year I was born. <laughs> I know, my daughter too. Can you believe it? Anyway, <laughs> um, it was a very, very big thing when it came out. And oh, yeah. It really was talking about the 1% elite of the, you know, of the Navy flying cr crowd. And it was, it was a big, big deal. And I think it probably at that point, the first weekend it launched um, a while ago, it was way less than what it launched this time. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, the sequel. Yeah. 30, but, years, four, 30 years in the making. <laughs> yeah, but there were some major people. It's interesting because when they set out to now, we're talking about more than 30 years later. It's 36 years later it's coming out. Okay, the cast, the original cast, he, you know, Tom Cruise, who, by the way, orchestrated this whole thing. He may not have written the words, but there's his stamp is on every single thing that we're going to talk about around Maverick. But so in the original cast, you know, you had Val Kilmore. He insisted on bringing him back. Val is unable to speak now, unfortunately, because of some throat uh, cancer issues. There's and actually a documentary on uh, Amazon, I believe, if you guys are oh, interested really? in Val's story. It's called Val. Um, oh. It's very, it's it's actually pretty heartbreaking, but yeah. it's, um, it's very good. And a great, and a fine actor. But we've got, I've got to start by saying Kelly McGillis, who was such an incredible, iconic role in 1986, you know, she was as tough as Top Gun. She was, you know, she was as strong as they were. And it was a bit soppy. A lot of it was soppy. There's a death that, you know, you know, Tom can't deal with how did his father die? Was he a, was he a hero to, to, uh, to his country or was he a traitor? I mean, there were all these sort of dramatique things going on around it. Um, and it was pretty soppy actually, but Everybody went because there were amazing fight scenes and everything else. Okay. Uh, so fast forward, you know, 36 years, Kelly McGillis is the only one alive is not back in her role not or true. some part of who else? Meg Ryan. Uh, She's very, very conveniently killed off in this movie. And that makes me very yeah. upset. Well, to say nothing of the reason Kelly McGillis says she was not included is she didn't age the way Tom Cruise has. 
I'm assuming the same as a, the same reason is for Meg Ryan. Yeah, it's just interesting that the female characters were so unimportant to him, and the female characters. I just want to say in the original Top Gun, and we're, we don't have to talk about the original after this. I just want to say the female characters in the original Top Gun made it Top Gun. Well, it the, we do have to talk about the original after this because okay. I have I have okay. some other well, things. She's to say. got a lot more to say, but <laughs> all right, just just to sort of give you an overview update. It's years later, Tom Cruise has been asked by um, Top Gun, the school, by the school. But he's really being brought in by Val Kilmore, who's now a colonel. And um, and he wants him to train this elite group of people who have to go in and do this special assignment. So that's how we all come back together again. And all these people Mm -hmm. show up that have been there in the past. And then there's these fighting scenes. Now, this time around, Tom Cruise insisted on flying the plane himself. Now, I searched far and wide, Walder. I thought everybody would want to know, what did they pay for the insurance on this film? And <laughs> I can't even you know imagine. What? I couldn't find it. I'm so, sure yeah. I'm sure you won't be able to. I, it's, uh, you know, to let him fly those jets himself... How, well, how he's do- he's pilot. He does know how to fly. Um, but it's one thing being in a pilot. It's another thing doing you know inadvertent roles in a in a friggin'. Well, I don't I don't know that he's doing everything that's happening on the screen so much as you're you're able to capture him in the cockpit. And by the way, you can tell uh, the practical effects in this movie are incredible. I, I mean, I've, you yeah. you feel the G's on their face when they're when they're climbing in those jets and it's everyone it's not just tom it's it's the entire cast who's flying that like the original didn't have practical effects right they're on a screen of some sort and this is i mean you can you can feel there's no there's no green screen he didn't want a green screen screen used he didn't but that's what makes tom cruise tom cruise right he does his own stunts and that's why people show up for his movies because you can feel that that it's real that it's not a marvel movie where everybody's you know in cg and green screen and blah 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 like he's actually in that jet why don't i like him i don't know because i love him i i personally okay, whatever wait, I, no let me just start with the end okay and i'm not going to give away the ending but he, the no last... spoiler alert i'm going to give away the ending okay the last image we see is tom cruise shirtless which by the way you're not impressing me shirtless at the the last image is tom cruise shirtless standing there oh yeah okay with uh now, you yeah, know with jennifer this, is this man's ego totally out of control it, it is i mean come on this is, this is why the movie got made the football scene on the beach is why the movie got made i will say i'm fine i with think it. you mean volleyball no don't you mean volleyball not in this movie in no this i mean movie, oh you're i, I thought football well it was a ring well, they brought back the volleyball game and made it football. But my point is they had to. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it's funny because when you go back to the reviews in 1986, the volleyball scene in the reviews was was actually taunted. Like, what, oh, I'm sure. You know, it was like, what are we, we want to see the sweat fly off their naked bodies? What is this Absolutely. about? Absolutely. Yes, okay. please. <laughs> oh my god oh my god I don't, there's no helping you i can't i can't save you from yourself oh my god who doesn't love that scene and like tom cruise aside you know glenn powell without a shirt absolutely fine no oh. problem <laughs> uh, you know well and also people like john ham is in this now everybody who came on they knew they were signing on to do some really physical hard labor they knew 
Uh, you know. Well, all the pilots, you know, I don't think anybody else is really. Well, by the way, Jennifer Conley was not a pilot and she had to go up and she had to, she's terrified of flying. She just oh, got well, over, yeah. she just got over a fear of flying where she used to take the train across country. And I saw her interviewed, I watched an interview with her and she said when she signed on, she, she kept looking for it and it kept saying she's not in any of the flying scenes. And she's like, I'm in, I'm in. Right. And then all of a sudden he said, oh, I didn't tell you, I want to take you out. You know, like, so she has to go up. Well, the, she plays the elusive uh, uh, general's daughter from the original. Well, Penny Benjamin, which is yeah. mentioned, yeah, which is mentioned in, in Top Gun. So it's kind of like if she didn't, Get it because there's a story about them in the first one about how they went flying together. Yeah, and so you kind of have to, you have to pay that off. Well, but does she really have to go up with him? She did go up with them. Well, yeah, because it's Tom Cruise movie, and all of the effects are real, and that's what you're signing on for. Okay. Do you think? All right. The other thing is we're living at a time when uh, you know I think that violence and you know the puffed up male military man who you know, Mr. Macho Macho. I I just, I feel like this is not a good mirror image for young boys to be looking at as we try to tell them violence is not the answer. The military shiny objects on your chest does not make you a man. There's, I can't help but watching it at this moment in time that we're in historically and say, what is the point of this movie? And what, to make men feel more masculine and filled with testosterone than they already did? is it the feminist in me or the age in me? What is it? I really, I find it offensive. I really do. You found the movie offensive? I find, I find men in the military this way with these egos based on how fast, how high, how quick they can take down another plane. I find that offensive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I recognize I may be overreacting and I'm so angry at so many things that I don't know if that's part of it. But I thought, really, how is this serving anyone? It's interesting that you say that, because I think um, I think the studio's lesson out of this is that people want to feel good when they go to the movies. And this movie is very America positive. Um, and oh, absolutely, he, you know, like it, the flag is not something to be ashamed of in this film, that's for sure. No, um, no. and I and this is this is you know the first non superhero movie I've seen in a long time where you know, men are men. Yep. um, really interesting. What I do, I mean, there's only one, but there is a female pilot in, in the Top Gun class, and let's let's clarify, and this is part of an issue I have with the movie. This is not Top Gun school, right? All of these pilots have graduated Top Gun already. They are being brought back to Top Gun for a mission. Mm-hmm. And my the, the problem I have with it, and I understand why they did it, but the problem I have with it is that this movie is not near as fun as the first one. Really? Because the stakes are so much higher. Well, it's funny because some people felt the first one was almost a rom-com and that this one is this and that this one, because the direct, you know, look at the director, you're talking about, um, you know, Joseph Kaczynski and he was not going to do a lightweight anything. And so they say that he raised the level of it to a much higher. um, Well, and I I think audiences today don't, don't go along for the ride for just the experience of Top Gun school again, right? You need to have higher stakes. There needs to be a reason they're all together. There needs to be a reason Maverick is brought back, right? And I, all of it makes sense. It's not 
as much fun because there's something at the end that they have to achieve. Whereas in the first one, it's school, right? It's who's the best. And, you know, aside from the tragic accident that is Goose, this by the way, stage- we're ending in death, but yeah, oh, whatever. Right. <laughs> but which, by the way, actually Iceman's fault if you watch the movie again. Um, but it's cool. It's cool. We don't have to talk about it. Um, Wait, I, I don't remember that. Why is it Iceman's fault? Because Iceman wouldn't get out of the way because he couldn't get the shot. Iceman's in uh, front, Maverick's behind. Iceman can't get the shot. He waits too long to get out of the way so that Mav can get the shot. And then Mav ends up in the slipstream because of it. And that's what sends the plane out of control. I didn't just watch this movie again. Uh, <laughs> well, by the way, I did watch it again, but I, I, I you know, I, I didn't, I have to say, I didn't pay attention to that moment that way. But that movie, Top Gun, and, and that's, that's part of why Goose's death is so impactful is because it's school, right? There's not supposed to be these kinds of ramifications, right? They're not out on a mission. It's, they're not at risk in the same way as at the end and like and the you know they tack on that that indian ocean mission that they have to go on at the end obviously that's not going to fly for an audience anymore you've got to have a reason you've got to bring them to bring them all together um but because there's so much animosity between tom cruise and miles teller right miles teller's goose's son uh which for some reason he's now an orphan they had to kill off meg ryan um and you know tom cruise it's interesting that they went this this route because he's done something to put Miles Teller's career back a, a few years. And they could have just left it as like he blames him for his dad's death. Excuse me. <coughs> well, he, he they could have. But but the other thing is Tom Cruise already blames himself for the death. And one of the things that uh, that this the second film is trying to establish is that uh, Tom Cruise has to work through his own guilt around what happened. Right. But by the way, that's his arc in the first movie, too. Yeah. It, so I was going to say, I thought he did that in the first movie, but, you know, shame right. on me. I didn't get but that. But like the the best part of the movie, in my opinion, is act three, which is freaking weird, by the way, because it's like. Temp stakes, temp stakes of like, they've got to do this mission. They've got to do it a specific way. Tom Cruise, of course, is the only one who can do this. And they go on the mission and then Mav falls, right? He he ends up behind enemy lines, unnamed enemy lines. Uh, and Miles Teller makes the choice to go back and save him. And that's when the movie gets fun. The stakes are as high as possible at this point. <laughs> You've had nothing but well, animosity. It's, a, it's it. Look, it is a cliffhanger. You know, it's got turns you didn't know were going to happen. It's a great film that way. No, but that's when the <clears throat> comedy comes out. It's so weird. <clears throat> These two are in super danger. They're behind enemy lines. By the way, the set piece in the third act. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Where they steal the enemy's plane. It's based on a true story from World War II. So that's very cool. I like that they they took that from, from real life inspiration. The greatest pilot on the Allies side was downed over France. He stole the stole a Luftwaffe plane and flew it back to England, his biggest. By the way, it plane. wasn't the only time that happened. It happened many times, actually. <laughs> oh, but- I'm sure, but it's based on that story. You know, it's funny you bring that up right now because one of the things I wanted to slip in here 
is that in the first Top Gun, the author of an article which inspired the 1986 Top Gun uh, film, they paid copyrights because it was based on the article. So, but, and they didn't go back to that family and offer them money for Top Gun Maverick. And so they've just been, they've just been sued and it's in courts now, but you got a lot at stake here. There's a lot of money riding here. I, I think they did. I think they haven't since the movie's been finished, but there's a difference between when the movie is finished and when the movie's released. And so the family is basing their suit on the fact that they haven't been paid since I think 2020 when the movie was, was finished. Yeah. And they should have been paid in the interim. I don't know if they're going to win that suit or not. Well, uh, whether whether they do or whether they don't, it, you know, I think that the work that was done, this is years in the making, you know, Tom, whatever Tom Cruise does, you know, it's funny, every year I have a different word. So one year, you know, I lack, I'm, I'm not exactly graceful. So every year I have a different word. And, you know, this year my word is excellence. And I want to do everything, whether it's making my bed or whatever it is with a sense of excellence. And Tom Cruise, I realize, is the epitome. There, that man does nothing in his life without... I watched him. There was a big, big premiere in England, and um, the Cambridges came to the premiere. And I watched Tom Cruise as he helped Catherine uh, walk up three step, steps, which, by the way, I think she's pretty capable of doing on her own. And... You know, every moment Tom Cruise in his life is always totally focused on what he's doing. He's always in the moment. I, you know, I've seen him interviewed, interview after interview. He's volatile, no question. But the guy sits from a sense of excellence, and I will give him that. I just he, don't Tom like Cruise him. is, well, I have no problem with Tom Cruise. I think he's an incredible actor. He is. Well, I think he, if you go back, I, you know. I, then, why, I then tell me why you think actor. he never gets any any respect from the industry. What do you mean he doesn't get respect from the well, industry? Well, he never gets nominated for anything. He doesn't. He doesn't do movies to get nominated in. He, well, he used to, but he doesn't anymore. He doesn't care about that. Right, but there are very few people who talk about, you know, I think Tom Cruise is one of the great actors. They, there are very that's few. That's not true. Who, well, that's name, actually name not an true actor that's, tell me an actor that says that. I, I don't care about actors saying that. I care about the fact that his his ovoir says he is an incredible actor. If you go back and you watch Rain Man, if you go back and oh, you no, watch Oh no, I you know, you know, well, but I think Rain Man is he's overshadowed certainly. I That's think That's the I... point though is he in the earlier years of his career, he was the supporting actor that allowed other actors to get nominated. Yeah. Right? He was he was the support that said Dustin Hoffman's up for this up for this award yeah but i don't you know you know how we can sometimes when you and i are talking we'll say well you could switch the roles and either actor you can't, could, you can't switch those roles no but i don't think tom cruise has has dustin hoffman's uh capability i think tom cruise plays the same actor every time same person every i time. think he has moved into that aspect of his career i don't think he has always been there well so give me an example where he's not tom cruise uh, give me one second. I'll uh, take first your, of all, take your time as we delve into this cruise or not cruise. I think he cruises. He does what he loves. He loves the action. He loves sitting on the edge. Oh, he absolutely. loves the risk factor. First of all, I will tell you, have you seen edge of tomorrow? No, I haven't. Do I need uh, to? Yeah, it's, um, is that it's him? not your type of movie, <laughs> but it is. It's groundhog's day set in a sci-fi 
situation. So he, he can't die, but every time he does die in the situation, the day starts over. And so it's him and Emily Blunt and he's the butt of the joke in most of the movie. And she is fantastic. Wow. Okay. And this is recent. This was 2014. By the way, I love Blunt. How come I don't, I don't actually, I saw them on, on Graham, on Graham's show in England but you know what? I never saw the film, I don't think. So I'll have to go it's back great. and look at it. All right, I will. Um, it got kind of swept up and it wasn't really, you look, know. Look, I think no, I think he's really good at Tom Cruise, but I never don't know who he is ever in a no, moment. No, but that's, that's true for a lot of actors. You know, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of actors. I, I put him with Julia Roberts. You know, I think she's definitely. You always know who they are. Brad Pitt, you always know it's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, you always, and Tom Hanks, you always know it's them. Yeah. But they're great. They are great actors and they make the role fit them. Whereas there are other actors like Philip Seymour Hoffman, where you're like, wait, that was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well, or I, Sean Penn, I can't say like, them. In the, I'm sorry. I can't say them in the same sentence. I will not do it. Will not but, do it. OK, well, I disagree. Um, I think he's a phenomenal actor. I wish he would go back to doing. I mean, a few good men, Rain Man, Magnolia, Vanilla Sky collateral he plays the bad guy in collateral like that is not typical for tom cruise and recently he's gotten into more of the look uh, you know mission uh, impossible mission impossible you bring up you bring up a few good men you know first of all sorkin was made for tom cruise because Sorkin's dialogue for Cruz just was a perfect fit. It's like yeah, it's but like not a, everybody can pull off. No, Sorkin's that's true. Dialogue. It's a, it, it's a tailored fit though. Um, but I will say the other thing that I thought I got to give Cruz is he has comedic timing, even when it's it's on you know he it's has everything. You know, timing. No, he 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 definitely has it. I wish he would take a really serious role that calls for him to dig deep into pain. Oh, you know? believe me. I, I totally agree. I yeah. wish Tom Cruise would go back and like be an actor again. Yeah. Um, and if, and he, he, if he did that, I might have more respect, but I don't have respect for somebody who just loves his own body. He, he's one of those guys who you look at and you say, you know, he never saw a mirror. He didn't like, you know, it's like, I, just, I don't know that he hasn't earned it though. Well, maybe, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a, a thing or but what about everybody else did you what did you think of um i wanted to ask you what you thought of john ham who's more my kind of you know he's you know i I was surprised he took the role i was glad he took it he suffered for some personal issues over the last years i thought he you know he's cyclone is his uh handle by the way and he said he's going to use it for the rest of his life uh and he you know they said to him were you afraid doing some of this stuff and he said yeah but i wanted to do it the minute he called i said yes 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 you know, he I don't doesn't think... really do much action in the movie. He pretty much well, I think you have time. to go up one. You know, you have to. He made everyone go up, and you had to throw. Oh, you sure. To, yeah, you know, he. It's not. I don't care how much action in the movie he's got. He certainly had to go up in an airplane and be terrified. I, you know, I don't know. I. I think John. Everyone in this movie is is second to Tom, right? They're they're kind oh, of. Oh, basically... uh, and do you think whose idea was that? <laughs> No, I mean, here's here's my issue with the movie. Um, and obviously, this is what they were going to do for Top Gun Maverick. So, you know, maybe I Maverick, don't get Maverick, it. Maverick is in the title. It's we have to remember title. that. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot. Uh, when when you've got this kind of film, you kind of I was hoping for a passing of the baton. Does not happen in this movie. Oh, that's it's, interesting. That's it's really very clear that, that like. I mean, there's a moment, and I should have seen it coming, but 
there's there's a moment where it's very clear that Tom Cruise is the only one who can do this. Well, by the way, I don't think he would want a movie without him in it. No, no, I don't. I don't think I. I'm not saying the franchise belongs to him. Nobody else. I'm I'm not disagreeing with any of that. But the point of bringing him back was to teach the next generation. And he kind of fails miserably at that. Well, maybe the point, maybe that's my point of why I don't like him. The point of bringing it back was to teach the next generation how fabulous Tom Cruise is, not to teach them how to fly better, you know? Yeah. And you know what, by by the way, what a perfect way for me to sort of say, oh, that's, you just opened the doorway to why he disquiets me in this really disdainful way. Like he's the kind of guy where if I went into a party and there were 10 people there, he would be the one I would avoid not because i didn't want to speak to him which i really don't but but also because i would want him to know i don't have any interest in you because nobody ever does that you know um i think you'd be missing a great opportunity if you did that but <laughs> well we could uh, what say, i did think you could was say really... he would be missing a great opportunity no i mean i think i think you both would be i have a feeling that tom cruise is actually and i've, I've heard this he is one of the nicest people in hollywood um, unless he, you don't agree with him, like you you got to go back to that Matt Lauer. Well, you know, wait, 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 let me, you know, you got to go back to that Matt Lauer interview. Um, when Matt Lauer was talking about, um, Brooke Shields having started to take an antidepressant and how she felt it was helping her. And Tom Cruise, you know, tried to beat, beat the crap out of the guy. It was, it was so offensive. If you don't agree with Tom Cruise's philosophy on something, he will try to eviscerate you. So he may be a nice guy. He is, he extends himself, but he's very polite. He's very gentlemanly. But the truth is, if you stand up to him and say, you know, Tom, I don't agree with you. Matt Lauer was very respectful and Tom Cruise was so disrespectful. It was really despicable to watch. I haven't seen that in movie. Yeah, you so. got to see it. Well, that's what I mean. I think he has, it's like my way or the highway, and then I'll treat you like a queen. And, you know, look, when you look at how his both his ex-wives will not speak about him for fear of, you know, I don't repercussions. really care that much about, I mean, there's, there's the personal that like, you know, the Roman Polanskis of the world that like that shit I care about. Yeah, exactly. This, this shit. I don't care that much about. I mean, it, the man's a movie star. He's he is you know he is New York that. Times. He is the that. New York Times did a whole profile on how he's like the last movie star in Hollywood, which like whatever. But I, I don't. He, I, by the way, I don't think that's true either. No, but like he he has earned the right to make the movies he wants to make and make them the way he wants to make them. But I going back to the actual film. I did think it was really interesting that in in this version of the movie, and by the way, you don't spend near enough time with them to really earn this, but Glenn Powell's like, Glenn Powell plays the Mav character. He plays the Maverick kind of pilot. And Miles Teller really plays the Iceman kind of pilot. And you you get the reverse in this of that it's it's Miles Teller who he chooses for his team, which for obvious reasons, he's Goose's son, whatever, but that's the kind of pilot he needs on this mission, not Glenn Powell, who's gonna hang him out to dry. And he chooses the one who's opposite to him and opposite to his instincts. And I thought that that was a really interesting lesson coming out of the original Top Gun. Yeah, I know. I give it to you, I give it to you. A couple of pieces of trivia I thought everybody would wanna know. According to Miles Taylor, 
three of the six new actors threw up every single day of filming in the Jets. <laughs> you know, I think these are important, right? Okay. <laughs> and according also to Miles Taylor, the cast got to choose their own call signs. He chose Rooster because it was the same in the same family as Goose. So I thought that was mm -hmm. sort of sweet, you know? That's very um, sweet. Yeah. Uh, and Cruz personally designed the three-month aviation training course for the new actors to become ready to handle riding in an F-18. Look, it, it's, it was a tough – anybody who went up in those planes, it was a tough role. But you can see it. You can feel it in the theater. And I got to say, like, it pays off, right? The second that movie starts – and they're, you know, it, by the way, Danger Zone's in the movie. I'm really sad Kenny Loggins didn't end up scoring this film, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you you feel it on their faces. You feel it in your seat. And, like, we don't do movies like that anymore. Nobody wants to risk anything. We don't go up in planes for real. We don't do real stunts. And that is why Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. <laughs> because he says, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's every Mission Impossible movie. That's... Top Gun Maverick that's in and that is why he his star is so bright no I I we I think we I think we've got it that you think he's I think I think that rounds that part out for sure but I got one more piece of trivia go for so it this and this you've got to laugh at this and it, it again proves my point of the excessive ego of this man the shirtless beach footage had to be they, they had to shoot it twice because Cruz didn't like the first version enough so all, but right. The, all right but the reshoot placed the, the, everybody was under all this pressure to get ripped and everything for the for the for the game right so right after they shot the first one which everybody thought was going to be the last one uh this came from Glenn Powell by the way so we shot it and that night we all went out for milkshakes and tater tots just like splurge and everybody grabbed <laughs> beers a week later Tom's like we got to shoot it again it wasn't good enough we're gonna have to shoot it again and then everybody had to go back to the gym day and night to, and you know it's just so funny because it probably was good enough do you know what I mean like I you know I mean I, I enjoyed the scene I thought it was fine um and that's that scene is the reason that the movie got made I'm sure so yeah. you know I also this movie's been in development for at least 10 years um well, Tony, not only Tony. that, yeah, it's this is 36 years between the first film and the set and the and the sequel. That's never happened before. And to have it turn out that good. And here's the clincher, too, which, you know, is a good wrap up position. People over 50 have been reticent to go back into the into the um, mm -hmm. they're going to see this. And movie. the biggest group that was going to see this film are the over 50 crowd. So not only did they have the huge, biggest turnout ever, certainly since the pandemic or before, but a lot of it was the older crowd who's now able to go back into the film. So, you know, good for them, right? Well, and I will say, you know, I know I know you don't love the guy, but he's the reason Val's in the movie, <coughs> right? Yeah, there, no. He's, no. He's the reason the movie got made at all. And he said, I can't do the, I, Ice has to be in the movie. I can't do it if well, he's he not in the Well, he, yeah, he said, we have to find a way to use him. And I thought they, by the way, I thought it was very well done how they brought it him back beautiful, in. It was beautiful how they brought him in. And you know, my, my only, <laughs> I walked out of the theater and I was kind of like, what is bugging me about this movie? There is a death in the movie. I'm not going to reveal who it is, but it is not an action death. Nobody dies in the course of the mission. <laughs> Nobody dies in the course of training. And I was like, that's the whole, the, you hang the whole first movie on goose, right. And losing goose and what an impact that has. And 
I, I thought they kind of, they missed it in not, not showing us one of these young people really yeah. earning, earning that title and seeing how dangerous this well really said. is. But I think we both think you should see the movie. I think Absolutely. you should definitely watch the first one again before you go back, though, just because sure. it'll just it'll just put you in the mood if for nothing more, you know. Also, it's it's a better movie. <laughs> okay, thanks, Wilder, for your point of view. <laughs> All right, my friend, we will talk next week. Can't wait to see what we're going to do then. But great movie for both of us. I, go you know, we, go see it in the theaters, please. Yeah. I, you know, oh. I'm the one. Yeah. Who's do been not wait for it to get yeah, on stream. You gotta see yeah. it in the theaters. Yeah. I, and by the way, fun. that's what Tom wants. So that's what he's going to get. Well, he probably, yeah. he probably won't release it. Uh, very, oh, it won't be on streaming for exactly. a while. He's going to yeah. make you, he's going to eke it out to the best that he can. Yeah. So go see but it. Enjoy it. And watch the first one first over and out. Okay. I feel the need for speed to say goodbye. Goodbye.